Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Survivor. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Survivor news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues... It's AfterBuzz TV for Survivor! Welcome, welcome everybody. It is Phil Svitek, and I am joined alongside my excellent co-host of this season, Steve the Steamer. How are you, Steve? I'm doing wonderful. So, uh, for those of you listening, I promised that we'd have Rob Zabachnik and uh, one of our new friends from MTV's Real World, Frank Sweeney, who actually knows Sophie very well. Um, he was supposed to come down to studio. He was at the uh, the finale slash reunion, and uh, apparently he's having a good time. <laughs> That's why he couldn't make it to studio. Um, so we are Rob and Frankless, but uh, you know we may do I, I may do a special thing here with them in the studio that we may that we'll post on YouTube. Um, that's youtubecom TV. You know we'll, we'll kind of do an interview maybe with them. To get their thoughts, and especially Frank, since he knows Sophie so well, they went to um, they went to medical school together, actually, which is quite interesting. Um, but uh, I mean, I, you know, it, it's tough to start off the show and, and kind of do a recap, um, knowing sort of who the winner is. So, so you know, why don't we start there and then then our work, work our way backwards? Sophie, do you think she deserved it? Are you happy? She deserved it more than say Albert. And mm-hmm. but I thought Coach should have got the money. However, like watching the the final trial council, which I I did a second time just now, you can see why she did. Since she answered the questions better than Coach did, Coach just sat there like like somebody died. Like he was just overly apologetic and just he just didn't have any like fight in him. And so it was just, and Sophie was answering questions bluntly. She was giving herself credit for some moves. I thought she did a tremendous job there, and that probably what helps sway her yeah. to get the money. I mean, just, just thinking about it, I mean, uh, you know, Jeff said it really well. You know, it, the game of Survivor is you have to um, sort of manipulate these people and yet then get them to vote for you. Um, yeah. Obviously, it would be way different if, 
um, the, the jury was voting people that they didn't want to win the money, you know, and then kind of, so that way you would whittle it down to two and then whittle it down yeah. to the final winner. Yeah. Um, and if that had happened, I think coach could have won. Yeah, could have. But obviously, Depending how it got down to that point, like obviously I think Sophie would have taken him out, but yeah. I think he, I think he would have won over like Albert. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, for me, the reason I loved that tribal council was because everyone's just taking a hit at everyone. No one seemed to like, yeah. you know, seemed to like the three, which is quite interesting. No. I mean, that's like a, a staple survivor, the bitter jury. So it's no shock to see, considering how the season went down, that pretty much everybody there would be bitter, except for Cochran. Like, he's the only one who didn't, didn't seem like he was overly concerned and, I mean, he got played probably the most out of anyone there. So to see him, like, to take it, like, okay, whatever, it's a game. And then the two, she was a, a similar vibe. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But... The obvious will try just reeked of bitter jury. Yeah, they certainly did. Um, well, speaking of Aussie, why don't we take a? I mean, this is uh, as much as we can. We'll try to keep this uh, still relevant. But I guess you know, since taking the structure of our former shows, you know, we we kind of go down the, the sort of uh, major plot points of the episode, and uh, so. Although it has such been a long episode and the talk of the town is Sophie winning and Coach Nod or whatever, um, mm-hmm. why don't we talk about Ozzy versus Brandon? And, um, okay. You know, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy made a very good statement, I believe, that said, you know, um, that Brandon was not blindsided. He was just dumb. Yeah, and it's a truthful statement. Like, to a degree, he was blindsided because he geared away thinking he wouldn't go, but... It, it is a dumb move. You, you you led yourself to get blindfolded. It's like you had like a shield and you just gave it to some other guy and you're shocked when you get shot. No, you're an idiot. And Ozzy basically said that. He didn't say it to his face, but he said it to the camera. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a correct statement. It is. And, uh, I mean, all in all, I, I, I don't know if, if Brandon, I don't think, would have won um, by any means the... Um, you know, survivor, but um, I think he definitely yeah. would have gotten to the top three had he not done that move. And and, and again, for who? Albert, really? So, <laughs> which just struck me as odd because I didn't see those two like being as close as Brandon apparently thought they were. And obviously, we're only seeing one hour out of probably seventy-two, so it's you're just getting little chunks here and there. But just from what they showed, it seemed like a stretch that those two were, were as tight as Brandon thought he was. And considering he was like, Ozzy, I made a commitment to Albert. It just seemed, I don't know, just pretty creepy. Yeah. But uh, for me, what I really liked about um, Ozzy and Brandon's situation is that the final challenge, uh, although, you know, um, I don't know how, how exciting it was for you to watch on TV, it was exciting for me in the sense that this was a pure... 
uh, mental challenge that, yeah. you know, it's yours to lose. You have no one else to blame. There's no, uh, oh, it's a puzzle piece or whatever. It's pure. Mm-hmm. You just got to hold on. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Which is like the sort of endurance challenge they've had in the past, like hold on to this object. And this one I, I know they've done before as well. And I believe Ozzy was even on a season when they did it, if I call it correctly. But it is. It's just you have to hold on. It's how much do you want it. And obviously Ozzy, plus he's mad flexible. I mean, we see him climbing trees, doing all sorts of wacky crap. So it seemed like right in his, right in his wheelhouse. And it shocked me that Brandon lasted as long as she did. Yeah. No, I mean, kudos to Brandon, but um, yeah. I thought for a second, you know, uh, Ozzy was getting a little too creative um, in, in the way he did it, but uh, obviously it paid off and, and it worked to his advantage. So Yeah. One thing, I, one thing I like about that challenge, and actually all the challenges in general, is like the soundtrack behind it. And mm-hmm. They make it seem much more tense than it actually is. Yeah, and like just watching it, it's like I, I want, I want like that orchestra to like accompany me at like work, yeah. like just like random, random events, and just have it play in the background. It, just, it would just make things a lot more interesting. Uh, I think those those guys do a, a really damn good job. I I agree. I certainly concur that. Um, and again, you know what? Like, I the reason why, I mean, I'm I'm glad they use the music because in their mind, it is the most intense thing they've ever done. You know, at least for this. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh why don't we uh why don't we skip ahead to the next challenge? Uh, once Ozzy is back in the camp, um he knows he has to win this one to sort of stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um and uh initially and, and he says he says as much when they like do this colorway interview and he's holding a machete. <laughs> I, I just love the visual like Ozzy's like talking and he's like holding a machete it's like I, I don't know I don't know if he just if he's able to use that like real life it'd be pretty interesting to see like Ozzy like doing like a job interview holding a machete mm-hmm. it's like no I think this guy just meant to play Survivor yeah I, I, I certainly agree I mean you know what we have to speak about uh, the fact that he made it out of redemption I mean you know you and I criticized yeah. the strategy and in the end, it didn't pay off the way he wanted to. Obviously, he didn't get into the top three. But, uh, you know, I mean, he accomplished so much. So, I don't know. You have to give him credit for that. Yeah, you definitely do. I mean, the guy is a phenomenal competitor. He he just came up with that strategy. And regardless of the fact that we didn't agree with it, it, it almost worked for him. Like, if he would have won that final challenge, he would have won the whole thing. So... It almost it almost paid off. It doesn't mean it was a good strategy, but he almost made that work for him. Yeah. And he's just a phenomenal competitor. Yeah, and the, uh, I was gonna say, the thing that I didn't like, um, uh, I, I, just, I just didn't, for me, I didn't think Albert should have ever deserved to be here. Because uh, well, Albert was saying how uh, Ozzy was, you know, was a bad competitor. He's manipulated people or whatever. Ozzy... Yeah. In, in the true sense of the word, he's been just a, you know, there's nothing bad about Ozzy. And I think that's why, that's what he realized initially on is that, you know what, the social game isn't for me. Why don't yeah. I just, um, I'm just going to take myself out of that, be on Redemption Island. And that way, you know, people can't be really mad at me if I beat them at a Redemption yeah. Challenge because that's a one-on-one duel. Um, and so they'll they'll sort of sympathize with me in the jury vote. And... So I don't get Albert's point how Ozzy was manipulating anyone. 
He just no, because I, I guess he's like jealous of the fact that Ozzy has like that seed of redemption. Like he gets to see like the jury as they pass through from the game to the purgatory of redemption, and then on to the hell of the jury. Like he's just the guy. He's like the gateway. Like he feeds them and puts them on their way. And like they, they can't really be be mad at him because he beat them. He was the one who got them out of the game. He, I mean, he may have been like the final notch on them, but. He was just some guy who beat him in redemption. So yeah. in that perspective, it was a solid strategy on his part. And Albert, I don't know what Albert's talking about. Yeah. Now, in terms of the challenge tonight, um, the immunity challenge, the first one, do you think Sophie actually knew how to stack cards? Or was that just the strategy to offset um, everyone else? I mean, you could think it would be a strategy. I mean, but she seems like a type that would have that. I mean, her father comes up where, like, just like he has coming off his yacht, just seems, she seems pretentious enough to have that sort of like ability. And considering they've done like random like deck of card challenges, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good gamble to to study up on that if you could. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much time she was spent doing it, but just have, have a concept of what she was doing. Didn't she say she wrote a book on that though? That was that. I don't. I don't know if, I, if she had a book. Like, there's, there's def, definitely something. Um, like, she does it, and like, I think maybe read a book, or maybe she wrote a book. Who knows? Yeah. Regardless, it's. I'm surprised when she would do something like that. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, that that's what makes it so tough is is the fact that I mean, Ozzy just straight up beat her. You yeah, know? he did. He, yeah. I mean, he's. It was it was good though. Like when he was almost towards the top. You could see him like sweating, getting all nervous. I think that was like the first time, like throughout the the game, where you saw him like just shaking and sweaty and just trying to keep his composure. So I mean, you you feel how much it, like the whole competition weighed on him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Those were just, uh, some very good close up shots of his hand trying to get the last yeah. piece. Um, and you know, I I think this may have been the challenge that. Um, you know, just I think I think it might have worn on him too much to go from a redemption challenge where you have to hold on and give so much of your mental self away to this, you know, where he was breaking down, and then um, the next challenge after that, you, yeah. it just worn him too much, and and that's you know, that's where it's not. I'm not saying he went wrong. It's just it wore yeah. on him. So yeah, it's just it's just constant like win or go home. I mean, how many of those in a row did he did he face? I mean. I, I can't. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's like just constant. And those earlier ones, like even like the first few redemptions, it was him against two other people, so he had a one in three shot of winning. But when you get to the uh, last few unities, it's there's more people there to beat you, so it's just the stakes are even higher. And, and you basically don't get another shot at redemption unless you go back, go back out again. Yeah. So yeah, the constant always having to win probably did weigh on him to a degree. And you know what? Um... What makes me really mad is the fact that, you know, everyone loves Coach or everyone's talking about Coach or, you know, Coach yeah. had a good strategy. And what, what what I don't like is that he didn't win anything. Like, nah, and it's and nah, I'm really mad no one brought that up is that Coach was just a poor competitor, you know, and everyone's yeah. talking about how much, you know, he, he uh, crossed people over as a good Christian man and gave everyone that they're aware that they'd be in top final three. Yeah. But, again, Ozzy didn't do any of that. He didn't make any false promises. No. And it's shocking to me that Coach did so little since I remember in his first season, he did well on a, like a, one of the uh, immunity challenges where it was just like concentration. 
And he did well. I, mean, I thought he was a relatively good competitor, but this season he, he seemed useless. Yeah. And so, so that's what frustrates me most um, is is that fact. Um, you know, yeah. speaking of, speaking about the second challenge, I think um, you know he, he. It was obviously for me. It was interesting to see Albert and Sophie, or the way Sophie, or excuse me, Albert was basically sabotaging Sophie, and then Coach just knew. You know, I'm just going to stay out of this and try to win myself. If I can't, I can't. But um, at yeah. the end of the day, I'm just going to try to stay out of this as much as possible because it's worn yeah. on him too. Yeah, the, the, the Albert and Sophie dynamic just struck me as odd. I think and Sophie mentioned this in the tribal. Like, they were close to the beginning, and then towards the end, they they sort of drifted apart. And, like, that first immunity challenge where she, like, started screaming at Albert, like, Drop your stack and come help me. Like she was like demanding to him, just screaming at him, and just. And then the second challenge, where I mean, there's five different avenues they can take, and there's only four people left. And how come these two idiots are always in the same one together? I mean, just I, I don't I don't know what it is, but it just seemed just stupid. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't understand how. I mean, Ozzy never bumped into anybody. Coach never really bumped into anybody, but those two are always in the same pathway. Take I mean, another one. I mean, it's not too difficult. There's five. There's five different pathways. Four people. Do the math. Yeah, and I think I. I mean, I think Albert literally made a conscious choice to just follow Sophie, thinking it would pay off. Yeah, that, that could be it. I mean, I how how else would you explain it though? Like you know, as you said, there's five paths. Maybe on the second and third one, or whatever. You know, as you get down uh, towards the end, you kind of are, are forced to cross paths just by the nature of it. But certainly not on the first one. Yeah, and then yeah, and they they constantly doing it. It just I, I don't know if it's, it's a conscious thing or his thing or he's he just stupid. I mean, I, I gave him we gave him a lot of credit early on in the season, but as it kept unfolding, I just started losing more and more respect for the guy because he didn't come off very well at all. No, no, he did not. Um, and that that's what really made it tough for him. Uh, you know, as much as. We sort of rag on coach and, and Sophie. Albert was the most manipulative person alive. Yeah, and then just seeing him and just watching his interactions. And once they started focusing on more, it just it made you shake your head that this guy thought he was playing such a good game. And I just don't. I, I don't know. I guess part of what I I'm starting to have second thoughts about him and him in general was I saw a clip online, like it's like a YouTube clip of his. Uh, casting video for him and his friend to go on the amazing race, and mm-hmm. he comes off like such a tool. And it's like this is the guy who thought he'd go on Survivor and just win the million dollars. No, this guy's just a dope, and he he showed it this these last few episodes. Yeah, because again, uh, I mean, you know, I think if anything, what might have fooled us early on was the was just the fact that um, you know, he had somewhere to hide, and and it, obviously as you get yeah. closer to the end, you can't hide anymore. And his true yeah, colors really show. Yeah, exactly. And like you see him like at least contemplating strategy, and at the time it made sense what he was doing. But in the larger picture, like he just kept overplaying his hand, just just looking sloppy. Yeah. And the the thing that made the uh, second challenge so tough for me to watch is was Ozzy, and the fact that he was so much more focused on what um what Sophie was doing rather than him, and uh, it's yeah. something that I've never seen him do before. And, you know, that's what I feel made him lose that challenge. Yeah, I think it was that and the fact that he had such a big lead 
and he couldn't get that first piece in there. And then to have Sophie do it relatively quickly, just had to just crumble down since, as you mentioned before, like those constant challenges, just had to wear out him. And just having that happen, I mean, that, that might have been like the final blow for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, for me, I, I, I don't know about you, but I was really rooting for Ozzy. I really wanted him to win. I thought he deserved yeah, it. Yeah, me and too. It, and it was just tough. I mean, at the end of the day, if I had to, if I had to say who were the two most deserving people to, to win that immunity challenge, I would say Ozzy or Sophie because Albert, again, he's been very consistent. Yeah. And Coach, he, as I said, he hasn't really shown me anything. No, and, and as you mentioned before, like he seemed content on just like just going through the motions, making it seem like he cared. But the bottom line, he figured he wasn't going home, so why make that final enemy? Yeah. Which it, I mean, good strategy to that degree, but whatever. Now speaking of uh, speaking of coach and all that, um, let's talk about the uh, tribal council where Aussies voted off. I mean, what did you think coach was going to do? He, he was going to do what what he did. I mean, obviously you want to play like the honor card, which was, I mean, it was stupid for him to even suggest that to Ozzy. I don't know what he was getting at. Maybe just thinking that Ozzy would keep him around, which. Ozzy doesn't give a crap about that. Ozzy's there to play the game. Yeah. And for Coach to even say this makes him look stupid because he knows he's going back on that promise if it comes down to it, and he was. I mean, it was obvious Ozzy would have won, so he had to make a last-ditch attempt to win, and that was taking Sophie. He sh- granted, he should have got rid of Sophie beforehand, but in that circumstance, that was the right two people to take along with him. And by the way, that, that that's what makes it... T- you know, so tough for Ozzy is because he wanted Sophie out. And had that happened, it might be a whole different story, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think Ozzy, Ozzy would have won if that, was, if that would have transpired the way that Ozzy had hoped it would. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I literally just realized that now, but, yeah, damn, that's so tough. <laughs> if, he, if only Sophie was voted off. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many... If only this would have happened in this season, particularly, uh, it just boggles your mind how. Yeah, because again, one I've... little move to change every domino falls after that, and that's one of the bigger ones later on in the game. Is what you just said. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I didn't mind Coach. Um, you know, I know, I know some people dislike him more than others. I didn't mind Coach yeah. up until that point when he did vote Ozzy off. Because, um, you know, I, I would like to see Albert versus Ozzy. And then, you know what, let the fate decide it. But, don't you know, just don't get involved. Just make it a tie and yeah. that's it. Yeah. But, obviously, he had to take a shot at, I mean, that's the only move he had. So, I mean, I can't, I can't fault him for that. Granted, the fact I want Ozzy to win and I want to be entertained by seeing them do a fire making challenge. Yeah, I would have loved that, but I, I can't fault the guy for making a correct move. You know what? But I think, you know, in the end, I don't know. Um, I, th- I, I think to to have Albert versus Ozzy, he would have gained a lot more um, votes from the jury. You know, and he might have won. He, he, I don't know. Like, yeah, if, if Albert would have won, then yes. He, it, that he would needed that to happen to win, but as soon as Ozzy won, which most likely would have happened, he still wouldn't win, and he would probably get third place money. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. What, I, 
I mean, I think the difference is maybe like twenty five thousand or whatever. So I think I think second place is still hundred thousand. So I mean, it was the right move for that for that particular moment in the game. Yes, if he could have guaranteed that Albert would knock out Ozzy, I think yeah, he would might have got a few more jury votes out of it. But it's not worth that gamble. Yeah. All right, I can see your point. Um. So I guess why don't we skip over to uh to the final final um tribal council. Yep. And um I what I liked was uh I liked Ozzy's comment um when he first started like, Hey, the good news is uh no winner has been decided. The bad news is everyone hates all of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought, yeah. Um and personally I never seen an angrier man wearing pigtails in my life. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that so such a weird look for Ozzy, you know, especially yeah. after so many days. I didn't understand it, but I, I'm just fascinated by it. Like, is he really pull out the pigtails? Ah, good for him. Uh, he's confident, so I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, help. hey. I mean, he'd beat me in, in pretty much all those challenges, so I'm, I'm not gonna knock the guy. Yeah. Um, let's talk about real quick. Uh, sort of going backwards, just really quick. Um, their opening statements. Um, yep. For me, I didn't think any one of them made a good one. Like what? No, it, were, it was almost gibberish. All atrocious. You know, if if anything, I, I'd I'd be trying to say, hey, Cochran, I'm sorry, I did this. Brandon, I'm sorry, I did this. I hope you understand why I did it. As opposed to, they, they weren't even emotional. They 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 weren't even sort of cliched um, ones of like, you know, hey guys, obviously it's Survivor. I regret what I did, but I had to do what I had. To. None of them even said that. It, they just, I can't. I, I can't even think of um, a way to interpret how they what they said. But it was just words, really. Yeah, and and, and Albert was like pulling out like there's like random cliche type things like Survivor is not a game of chess pieces. It's a game of people. I connected with people. No, you didn't. They all realize you're a transparent fake tool. Yeah, and you that- didn't connect with anything. And for him, he should have said, you know, like, he, I think he should have done the verse. You know, I, I thought Survivor was a game of chess pieces. It's a game of people. I apologize. You know, I, I lied a lot of the time to get here. I apologize for that. I realize, you know, what I did. You know, I hope you guys can forgive me. That would have been much yeah, better. And, yeah. It's like, he's got a... The problem that some of people just don't understand is, it obviously depends on the jury, but you need to own up. To, to your moves in the game and, and put them in the context of just the game. Obviously, there's always going to be somebody who takes it overly personal, but you're playing a game, and yeah. you just got to approach it as such. Yeah, and, and uh, what was interesting, um, I think it was when Cochran was asking the questions, Coach finally kind of started getting to that emotional level where after being attacked by so many people, yeah. you know, he, he started to know, okay, you know, I, I've wronged a lot of these people. And had he hit that sort of uh, place earlier, I think he would have won. Yeah, it's it just like he, his lack of wanting to own up to what he did. And it's just like, as I mentioned as, as we started, like he just seemed defeated the whole time he was there. And it just, I think it sunk his, his chance to win the game. And it's unfortunate since up to that point, he was going to win the game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, Ozzy does say that. Coach, I think this is your game to lose. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, but, again, everyone, what I liked was everyone was just so brutal. I mean, Brandon against uh, Albert and saying, uh, you know, did you know? <laughs> just say yes or no. <laughs> he 
yes or no. Yeah. Yes or no. He's getting all agitated and Brandon way, and it just it was wonderful. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I actually applaud Brandon for that fact. You know, uh, the truth ha- that was the time for the truth to come out. And you know what, Albert? You did manipulate Brandon, and you know yeah. it. Um, Rick, I loved and, Rick, too. <laughs> going back to Brandon for a second. I, I like his, not just his interaction with Albert, his interaction with Coach, mm-hmm. where he's like, he brought the whole as a man of God thing, and then Coach like, oh, I thank you for racing the bar. And and then just to, and the coach says like I want to make it up to you. It's like how are you gonna make it up to him? You voted him out of a game for that like, he could have won a million dollars. You stabbed him right in the back. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for him after this? He's already out of the game. Yeah. And it just once again, coach is handling it wrong. By the way, how how does Brandon need to go into uh, therapy? Because uh, you know from from the story that he was voted off, where you know him and. Uh, him and his friends would never have his back, and and you know, I mean, from what it seemed like, they were getting into gang fights all the time. Yeah. And then to have this happen again, I mean, I think Brandon might need some serious therapy for uh, for abandonment issues or whatever. Yeah, and no, you haven't even seen the reunion yet. So, we'll, if we come back for, to discuss the reunion, we could have a lot more to talk about this a little teaser for you. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, we'll, start, we'll we'll talk about the reunion more. Um, it, it's tough because Steamer's on the East Coast, um, and so I didn't want to do the show too late. I definitely wanted to get kind of our opinions about the, the finale. Um, and then what sucked was, uh, you know, as I was watching it, they went right into the reunion. I was like, oh, you know, we can make this show so much better if I, I did see the reunion. But, um, yeah. you know, uh, certainly the Steamer will talk about down. that. Um, who? Let me ask you this. Uh who do you think voted for who? I don't know, which I won't probably won't, I'm sure tomorrow morning I'll find out, but I, I, was, I was wondering to myself, because obviously Coach got the three votes. We know Cochran has won, and we know that Dawn voted for Sophie. I don't know who the other two people were, and I'm trying to break it down. I, I Maybe Jim voted for Coach, and he seems like the type that would respect the better gameplay, and I believe he would think Coach would be. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll maybe Brandon over Sophie, or maybe vote for Coach. I think Brandon I voted. I think Brandon so voted Coach. You think he voted for Coach? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he felt any allegiance to. I mean, he had an alliance to Sophie, but I don't think he cared for her. I mean, yeah, but then again, you would have probably said the same about Albert, like two episodes ago. So I mean, and then he, him, him, him and Albert are like best pals. So you don't know what's going through the guy's head. <laughs> Do you think he wants to sleep with Sophie, and now uh, he's just like telling her? Yeah, I voted for you. <laughs> well, surprisingly, as he mentions in the reunion, he's married and has a kid. Which I, I don't know if he mentioned that early in the season or not, but no, I don't he, think hearing it again just shocked me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he's ever brought that up. Actually, um, wait, never mind. He he did. He did. I apologize, uh, listeners. He did. Then that's why he wanted Michaela out so bad because oh, you yeah. know he was talking about how his wife impatient. And uh, That's yeah, right. it, he just wanted to basically cheat on his wife, and that was. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I probably chose to forget that, and I don't want to picture any woman marrying him at this stage in his life. He's he just not there yet emotionally. I mean, he is making just somebody who could be a decent enough guy. Like he, he's overly trusting, but he's he's still so young, and his life experiences just haven't led him to the part where he's a responsible person. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. Um, who else from the tribal council do you think asked really good questions or grilled them or, uh, you know, anything like that? 
Uh, we haven't really talked about Rick at all. I mean, the, the poor guy got voted out, and we need to discuss it. So let's talk about him. His question at tribal. Okay. Like where he's. Just, I don't know. I forget what his questions were. Like actually, he put down Albert. Like for Albert, like wine. Like, can I can I comment on that? And Rick's like, no, you can't. And then he's like, you, you guys live with me for 37 days. You know how I feel about liars. Like, you're on Survivor. What what do you expect? Really? You expect everyone to give you give you their word, and that's how it's going to be? You should expect it at that point. Watching, if you knew anything about Survivor, lying comes with it. So just drop your whole, I don't like flyers act. It's going to happen. No, well, what's tough is, uh, I, while I agree that you're going to get liars, um, what makes it tough is how are you going to justify that against Rick, who made it so far and, uh, you know, really didn't hurt anybody at the end of the day? No, he, he didn't do a thing. And just like, and he, he overly liked the knife in the back analogy. Like, every time he was going to be voted out, he used a knife in the back analogy. It's like, it's, it's a game of Survivor. Just, they carried you this far. Mm-hmm. Just you gotta expect it that they're gonna lie to you. Yeah, I mean, I think if, if anyone, he should have. Uh, I think he should have just targeted one person or uh, two people as opposed to all three of them. And and because uh, yeah. you know what, at the end of the day, yeah, um, two pe- people are gonna obviously uh, backstab you. But um, if anything, I I would go with coach and you know say you know what this guy tried to do the best he could. And he just messed up. Whereas Albert and Sophie, they, at the end of the day, for me, are manipulative people. Yeah, they didn't really have any interest in Rick. Yeah. Whereas Coach actually did. Yeah. He pained him. I mean, when Coach, like, when Rick asked him and Coach, like, didn't outright, they didn't lie to him saying, no, you're safe. Like, he sort of hinted at, yeah, you, you might be on the child of a class. He, he tried to be as honest as he could with him. And maybe he could have saved or maybe he couldn't have. But at least he was stint. He wasn't like a, an outright liar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess uh, let's talk about uh, the final final voting. I mean, I loved the uh, uh, very nice transition into the live studio. Very well done. Um, and, uh, I'm disappointed since, like, in some of the early seasons, they went through all sorts of theatrics mm-hmm. of Jeff taking the, the voting box from the actual location of the where they had Survivor, to New York City or L.A. Like, they would have him, like, go, like, go through the jungle, get on a boat, paddle his way somewhere, get in a taxi cab, and it was just awesome. It was, like, two minutes of Jeff Tobes doing random crap. Huh. And just for having to get rid of that, just, I mean, get back to that. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I actually, I, I did enjoy this one. What I didn't enjoy, though, uh, you know, when they showed, they showed shots of people, right? And uh, so yeah. it was the jury... And then it was three people, and I was like, who are these guys? Yeah. And literally, it took me a moment before I realized, oh, wait, that's Albert, Coach, and Sophie. And I would have liked to see maybe, like, a before and after picture, you know what I mean? Because that would have helped me. It's just so weird to see these guys. Yeah, because... Go ahead. In the, in the first season, like, they did the actual reveal, like, live there. So, like, the people on the cast knew before the, the season aired who won. And then... Once it became like a big thing of people know who won and all that, they made it like a secret in, in the second one. And what they did was they had they had the people like pretend like it, it was shot there, but it's actually live. So like you had them grow out their facial hair again, not put on all that weight. 
and it, it was much more like appealing to see like just them looking like they did on the island mm-hmm. and to have them go back to where they're like all made up they're back to their original way it just it's kind of off-putting yeah it certainly was again the the before and after picture definitely would have helped and uh I just didn't like it. Whereas, uh, you know, Jeff was still in kind of, I'm going to just call it like jungle clothes to see <laughs> them around a campfire in suits and ties and all that. It just, no, I get it. You want to be classy, but no, just, that's not Survivor. Yeah. I, I don't think Jeff would call them jungle clothes, though. I think he just called them clothes. I think that's what he wears everywhere he goes. I mean, he just got married like last weekend, I believe. I think he wore that to his wedding. Like, just like a blue, like, shirt and khaki shorts. Hey, good for him. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I would love to go through life just wearing uh, camo shorts and, like, some yeah. rag t-shirt, you know? It's the best. I mean, there's not much preparation at all. What am I wearing today? Uh, I'll go with the blue, short, blue shirt and the, uh, the khaki shorts. Yeah. Sold. And a belt. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. There, exactly. Um, did you uh, did you have any inkling that Albert would just somehow win? No, I, I knew he was toast. Like just like just the questions that you had in the jury, like his awful initial speech, his awful answers to people. Like Whitney, call him out, Albert. You're sleazy. Yeah. And keep in mind that Whitney was in process of cheating on her husband. And she called him sleazy. <laughs> I mean, how, how wow. bad did Albert look to everybody then? I mean, if she's calling him sleazy, you know it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do want to talk about the reunion show, um, and maybe we'll we will we might have a full dedicated episode to the reunion show. But um, for those, why don't we give up? Why don't you give your thoughts on it? As I didn't actually see it. I mean. As as a whole, it was all right. Like, they focused a little too much on Brandon. Like, they had an initial conversation with him, and then they went back to him, and then they interviewed, like, Russell was there, and he basically critiqued Brandon's whole game. And it was just, I don't know, just nothing really happened. Well, you know, the thing about that is, um, I forget which tribal council it was, but, um, you know, when they brought up God again and, and how uh, Albert, yeah. I think it was when, when people were bringing up the example, Albert manipulated Brandon uh, based off yeah. of God. And uh, yeah. I believe it was Whitney. She just, like, started filing her fingernails because, you know, we're just over that sort of uh, topic, I guess. You know, yeah. I think and, Brand, we've seen yeah. Brandon go through that journey. You know, he's struggled as a Christian man, and, and now it's over. And, and they sort of mentioned that, like, they, they asked Coach about how overly religious it was, and I guess he was saying that between Brandon and Albert, it morphed into, like, a big prayer, like, he called it prayer, prayer palooza, I believe was his term. Yeah, I, and I never really, I never really saw Albert as a religious type, because that didn't really focus on it, but I guess it existed. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> and it, it, I think... It, uh, yeah, at this point, I was over it. I think the audience is over it, and yeah. and, and obviously, at least what, what seems to me obvious, the the rest of the cast was over it. They were just like, okay, enough with the God thing. Yeah, it was so. just a little over the top. Um, what did they uh? Did they talk to Cochran? Yeah, yeah, and he he came off pretty well. Like he mentioned how, like 
like, uh, if you just ask them, like, what's the reaction on the street? Like, <laughs> I, I, first of all, I don't really picture Cochran having his ear to the street. It just seemed like a bad terminology. Yeah. But he said, like, he's like, yeah, I thought I made good moves, but they didn't really like me on the internet. It's like, you kind of feel bad for him that he's looking online and seeing all the negative reaction. Because I don't know how I would react to that. And from watching him, he looked pretty confident in what he did. So you you have to give him credit on that. Well, here's what I was... And Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, what I was going to say about Cochran, I know, I know he's, uh, and you and I have criticized him certainly um, early on, but at the end of the day, you know what, he got far than you and I ever expected. Um, yeah. And you know what, at the end of the day, he played a decent game. He tried to do moves that that he thought would get him far, and, and unfortunately, um, he got screwed over by the big three, yeah. as I'm going to call them now, Albert, Sophie, and, uh, and Coach especially. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, it just didn't pay off, but, you know, he, at the end of the day, he came off as a very likable guy, and just... Yeah, he, he definitely did. So, you know, uh, I hope the people that initially were writing those things, you know, that, that they kind of feel like us, and, and just realize, okay, you know what, that was him early on, but yeah. we got to know him. I mean, the, the move he made was atrocious. I mean, I, you can't forget that, but at the same time... He mentioned, like, yeah, I, I, I go went in thinking I make all these good strategical moves, and after a certain more, once, like, I started hearing my name being mentioned as a possible candidate to be voted off, I just got really defensive and I went down this path. And yeah. I guess I can see it because I never played the game. It's easy for me to critique everything watching from thousands of miles away. But for him to live it, and he seems like a smart enough guy, so if, if that's what that's what he says happened, then... I believe him. Yeah. Again, I, I, at the end of the day, I don't think he was out to hurt anybody. He, uh, you know, he he stood by his word. He gave back Ozzy the uh, the immunity um, yep. idol um, when it came time for it and all that. So I think he played a good and, game. Yeah, and I respect him for voting for coach. I mean, that was the right decision. Vote for yeah. coach to win. He deserved to win. Yeah. And uh, also something he he brought up was the fact that he wrote. Well, was at Harvard Law. He wrote a paper on the survivor jury system compared to the American judicial system, which I don't know if it's really dorky that I want to read it, but I want to read that thing. It <laughs> seems very interesting. It does. I can see that being interesting. Um, who else did they uh, – I mean, I would imagine the big, uh, the big players were Sophie, Coach, Ozzy, uh, Cochran, Brandon, Albert um, – who else? Did they talk to Jim, by the way? I I just love Jim, the um, the marijuana yeah, yeah. seller. They 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 spoke to him a little bit. He mentioned because uh, Jeff said that he envisioned Jim as being a good player, and Jim mentioned like I made this move it didn't really work out. So it wasn't really didn't really have him on for much, but he got more airtime than somebody like Papa Papa Bear. Ah, oh, Papa Bear, I remember. Yeah, Papa Bear. But here's the thing about Jim. I think for Jim, he screwed himself. He was he was overconfident. You know, he said, um, you know, I, I play poker, or I play cards, and so yeah. I know how to gamble right. I know how to pick moves, and yeah. you just got overconfident. Yeah, and that's it. So ended up being a downfall. It did. And they did they did mention Brandon, and he, they went into like how his family's viewing him. And it came out that nobody from his family came to support him there. Like, they all basically abandoned him. Wow. 
Jesus. And it's like, and uh, pretty harsh. I mean, and Russell's there, like, I am your uncle, this and that. But it just seemed, I just felt bad for the guy. I mean, yeah, we made fun of him the whole season. But, I mean, he's just a 19-year-old kid trying to do what he believes right. So, for his family just to abandon him like that, I mean, just. Yeah, and I think, you know. Pathetic. I think at the end of the day, you know, uh, they should have came out and expressed their opinion. Yeah, w- what he did was wrong. We don't agree with him. But it, but as you said, he's a yeah. young person, and I think he's learning from the experience. And, you know, we hope for the yeah. best that he takes the good out of all of this. And it seems like he is. Yeah. And, like, the way Russell said it, like, he just came off even creepier than he did on his season. Like, the guy, the guy's just a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And, like, just uh, tease, like, wanting to do a future season. Like, one tribe would have Russell, the other one would have Brandon. And it's just, <laughs> no, enough of Russell. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. Was Mc- uh, did they ask Michaela anything? Not a thing. Not a thing. Oh, man, I would have loved Michaela's opinion on Brandon after yeah, all that, this. Yeah, that, that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, man, but that's tough. He was one of the ones they didn't say anything to. Like, they didn't ask Samhar about a poetry career nothing. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. Um, before we head into our commercial, um, and it, what what kind of stood out to you about the reunion show? Maybe like uh, just give us like two, three things that you thought were uh, noteworthy. Like Ozzy, like they focused on him a lot, and he came off very well. That that's something that you should w- watch out for. And like they asked uh, Whitney about basically cheating on her husband with Keith. And, like, she gave, like, a spe- uh, her answer, and, like, that cast, like, applauded her. It's like, <laughs> did you just applaud her for cheating on her husband with some random schlepper on Survivor? Uh, just, was uh, Keith smiling right the there. whole time? With his, uh, was, was Keith smiling, uh, his kind of pretty boy smile the whole time? At- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, wow. and, like, he's, he was, like, overly made up. He looked like a different person. Yeah. And it just, ugh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But overall, not a overly spectacular reunion. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, what would you really ask? Um, especially it made it so tough. You, you just go through this two-hour journey to pick a winner. Um, I thought it yeah. was uh, on purpose made anticlimactic when uh, when Sophie won because you knew there was a reun- reunion show coming up literally right after. So, you know, that, that's what made it tough, and that's why I, I did want to talk about the reunion show now because uh, I felt I did miss out. There was something incomplete, and I had to see the reunion show, but I knew there was, you know, it, it's just fluff at the end of the day, I feel. Yeah, and it's like all the people who you want, they still hate each other or just have moved on, like Ozzy and, and so- Sophie have moved on. So that whole dynamic is gone, and it's just, let's all be friends, Cochran. I still, I love everybody here. Uh, no, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, why don't we go to our commercial, and then uh, we'll go into uh, uh, predictions, ironically. I don't know what we're going to predict, but we could predict the next season or something. Maybe Steamer's yeah, going to be on it. They give a little teaser on, on the season, so we'll talk about that. All right, excellent. I did not get a chance to see that, so uh, so you will be my eyes and uh, interpretation. We'll be back right after this. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. 
AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And now, your AfterBuzz TV. Predictions. All right, Steamer, what do we predict? Well, the next season, they gave a little teaser at the end of the reunion. It's called Survivor One World. The basic concept is there's two tribes, but they're living on the same island. I don't know if that means the same camp or like the same general island where they might bump into each other. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. That's one of like, the ideas that I've seen float around the internet for the past eight years or whatever, 10 years, like just have them on the same island competing. And then like when they win the challenge, reward challenge or what have you, they're there with like their food. And it's like, do they share with the other tribe? Do they keep it to themselves? Like there'll be all sorts of like interesting dynamics of how that works. So it'd be interesting to see, I see. how that all, tra- all it'd, plays out. It'd be fun. Should we burn down the uh, other tribes hut in the middle yeah. of the night or should we not? Yeah. Should, should we go eat their food? Should we not? <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of strategical moves that could be a part of that. Exactly, exactly. Well, no matter what it is, I'm looking forward to it. As I said, uh, yeah, we and, made... Go ahead. And I, I have a source who has told me that next season will contain Russell Hance's mailman. Interesting. Russell Hance's... It'd be, it'd be, yes, I believe that's what I heard. So At least he has a job title. As opposed to like uh, Russell Russell Hans nephew, you know what I mean? At least he has like a title, an occupation. <laughs> that, that's what they should do, though. They should really bring back like all sorts of anybody connected to Russell Hans. Russell like, Hans's dentist. Russell Hans's yeah. uh, mailman. Yeah. Interesting. And then like a survivor, like sixty-two, they could have like the kid who Russell Hans gave a noogie to in the second grade. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just any sort of connection to Russell Hans. Let's just play off that. Since everybody loves them from Russell Hands. I love them. <laughs> That's so true. Um, well, Steamer, um, as we sort of wrap out this show, I do want to say uh, I think it was a great season for us. I enjoyed doing this with you. Definitely was. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, I did. Well. For next season, I think uh, I'll, I'll definitely get us some more uh, co-hosts, so that way uh, we have more interaction, more opinions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We do appreciate the people writing in, commenting, and all that. Um Steamer, what's next for you? Uh, what other shows? I know you're a big reality buff, so uh, I'm sure you'll be commenting on one of the MTV ones, I'm sure, or the challenge. Yeah, ride. I don't know when the next challenge starts. I know they, they started filming it back beginning of November. I know they're done now. I mm-hmm. just don't know. There's normally a little lag time in between completion and when they start showing it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what's next for their Wednesday night 10 o'clock slot after the real world, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it'd be sooner or later. But I'll definitely be here for Survivor, which starts sometime in February. I'll say around the middle of the month. 
I see. Okay, well, we'll be back then. Um, and we do want to say, hey, you know, we obviously do a lot of after shows. Uh, if you like Steamer, check him out. He's done a few of them, um, and we'll do, continue to do all of them. Um, and then uh, check out some other ones you may like. Again, you like Survivor? I'm sure there's other shows you watch as well, so check yeah. it out on AfterBuzz TV. Um, but uh, on behalf of me and the Steamer, and even our special uh, co-host every now and then, Rob Zbachnik from uh, Survivor Thailand, which is out on DVD. Uh, it was a great season. We check appreci- it out on Amazon. Exactly. We appreciate you listening, and uh, tell your friends. And uh, tweet at the steamer about anything. I mean, this yeah. kid, this kid loves Twitter. Yet he's a font <laughs> of knowledge on all things pop culture, really. So, yes, a little too obsessive, but I enjoy myself in pop culture. Hey, you know what? It came in handy. You never, you thought that skill was worthless, but look how handy yes. it is coming in with AfterBuzz TV and the joy you bring to many, many fans. Exactly, it's a wonderful platform to out my various opinions. <laughs> Alright, guys. I don't want to say it, but this is it for this season. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, survivors. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.